Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Job 9. Job says, There is no arbitrator between God and man. Then Job answered, In truth I know that this is so, but how could a man be in the right before God? If one wished to dispute with him, he could not answer him once in a thousand times. Wise in heart and mighty in strength, who has defied him without harm? It is God who removes the mountains. They know not how, when he overturns them in his anger. Who shakes the earth out of its place and its pillars tremble? Who commands the sun not to shine and sets a seal upon the stars? Who alone stretches out the heavens and tramples down the waves of the sea, who makes the bear, Orion, and the Pleiades in the chambers of the south, who does great things unfathomable and wondrous works without number. Were he to pass by me, I would not see him. Were he to move past me, I would not perceive him. Were he to snatch away, who could restrain him? Who could say to him, what are you doing? God will not turn back his anger. Beneath him crouch the helpers of Rahab. How then can I answer him and choose my words before him? For though I were right, I could not answer. I would have to implore the mercy of my judge. If I called and he answered me, I could not believe that he was listening to my voice. For he bruises me with a tempest and multiplies my wounds without cause. He will not allow me to get my breath, but saturates me with bitterness. If it is a matter of power, behold, he is the strong one. And if it is a matter of justice, who can summon him? Though I am righteous, my mouth will condemn me. Though I am guiltless, he will declare me guilty. I am guiltless. I do not take notice of myself. I despise myself. It is all one, therefore I say. 
He destroys the guiltless and the wicked. If the scourge kills subtly, he mocks the despair of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covers the faces of its judges. If it is not he, then who is it? Now my days are swifter than a runner. They flee away. They see no good. They slip by like reed boats, like an eagle that swoops on its prey. Though I say I will forget my complaint, I will leave off my sad countenance and be cheerful. I am afraid of all my pains. I know that you will not acquit me. I am accounted wicked. Why then should I toil in vain? If I should wash myself with snow and cleanse my hands with lye, yet you would plunge me into the pit. And my own clothes would abhor me, for he is not a man as I am, that I may answer him, that we may go to court together. There is no umpire between us. Who may lay his hand upon us both? Let him remove his rod from me, and let not dread of him terrify me. Then I would speak and not fear him, but I am not like that in myself." In Job 9, you can see a lot of the feelings that many of us have have expressed before when we've been in trouble. You can see how Job's questioning and he's saying, it's no matter what the cause is here, I'm just suffering. I've got these things that are going on and and who who is going to come between me and God and, and stand before as my representative to take on God's representative in a court? No one. God is the judge. He is the one. No matter what else is going on here, God stands as the one with the power, with the strength. He created everything. So, obviously, he said he's saying the problem has to be. There's no other explanation. I have to have done something. I can't be guiltless. I have to be guilty of something. So he's starting to feel this shame. He's starting to shame himself and that his actions are the things that caused all these things to take place. There's no other explanation for him. Yet you can see he's still talking about how mighty God is, how awesome God is. He's not talking negatively about God. He's questioning. He's, he's saying, can it be? Not that it is. There's a big difference there. So he's saying, I have to go straight to him. I have to, but who am I? I'm such a small, insignificant person. Who am I to question God? Who am I to actually think that I can sit here and ask him and that he'll listen to me and answer me? I just have to to deal with everything that's happened to me and live my life as it just races along. Have you felt that way before? Have you felt like there's nothing that you can do? That you just have to swallow whatever just rugged pill it is that you've got going down your throat? And there's no chance of any relief? Well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of fallacy to that thought. Because when we're talking about a spiritual that's one thing here that Job is missing. He's looking at God as the, which is true. He is the almighty. He is the creator of everything. He is it. But he's saying, there's nobody else who would do this to me. Well, that's where he's missing it. 
He doesn't know the deceiver. He doesn't realize that there is an enemy and this is a spiritual battle. It's not. So Satan was tempting God and saying, hey, remove this hedge, remove the protection you have from Job and I'll prove that that he's not loyal to you. Well, the thing is, Job isn't aware of that deceiver. So in our lives, we have knowledge of good and evil, not just of virtue, but that spiritually there is two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of heaven, and then there's the kingdom of the fallen ones. That's it. There's no third kingdom. So we need to realize the truth is God is almighty. God is uh, omnipotent. He is omniscient. He is, he's totally just the ultimate being. He created everything with just a sound, guttural sound from his throat and breath. He made everything with words and thought. So he is the answer. Period. But there is an enemy that wants to deceive. There is an enemy that wants to destroy. There is an enemy that wants to kill. There is an enemy that wants to do nothing but just completely annihilate you. Not because he hates you, but because he hates God. And God is the one who will protect. God is the one who will provide. But it's because we do have relationship to him. That we have access to all the power of the heavenly. All of the authority of the heavenlies. All of the everything that comes with the kingdom of God. We have at our disposal because of a faith in Jesus Christ. The son of God and what he did for us. So, uh, Job is speaking out of a, a position of losing or a lack of hope. He's either losing hope or he's already lost it. And he has no more hope. Well, we don't need to live that way. Because we have hope. And it's not a hope of what could be. It's a hope of what will be. And this is the truth. God wins in the end. The enemy perishes. There is one victorious kingdom out of the two. And you get the freedom to choose. You choose which side to be on. And by choosing the kingdom of God, you gain an eternity in heaven. But that doesn't mean your life will all of a sudden be perfect and easy. It means really that some of those battles that haven't even been fought, they're just beginning. So Father, thank you that you're on our side and and I pray that as we're on your side that we could uh, continue to press in, to grow, to um, not be discouraged, not lose hope, but that we could be gaining in all of those things and knowing that you are in charge. You are the one who is fully sovereign and full power over everything. And that by being on your side, our lives will reflect your goodness. That I pray that our lives, our words, our actions, our businesses, our successes, our relationships, our 
children, our offspring and, and great-grandchildren, they would all reflect the kingdom of goodness that is your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.